Yeah, one day when I'm an old lady, I'm gonna be, I don't even know what my brain will be doing because the way my life be, my life be like, ooh, my life be so freaking busy some days. That's why, like, when the weekend hit, I literally don't be wanting to do nothing. It'd be wild. But hey, the bad part is that when it's busy for just work, I need more play. I need to start getting my brain back to that uh, play play. Um, let's get into it. I worked out today and I really don't. And yeah, it's going to be a lot of that. So let me try to get that away from you guys. Um, yeah, let's get into the news. So I wanted to talk about this girl, Sakiana. She was like in the hot topics last month because she was saying that people like she she's a very raunchy singer performer she raps about a lot of stuff well she was at this like signing thing autograph thing for fans and this guy like kissed her unwanted and then she like tweeted that sometimes she cries herself to sleep and people don't understand her and everybody like came to her aid because it's like hey just because she sings raunchy music doesn't mean she's a raunchy person you know what I'm saying so everybody felt like she should get a pass but then you know people have discovered her only fans of course and it just doesn't paint poor Suki in a good light um yeah let's see what she says so let me ask you this, because because you are colorful and sexually liberated, um, like even right now, you're going viral on um, Twitter for a released OnlyFans that you are playing with yourself, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's apparently 100% piss is what people are saying. No, it was 100% piss. I love piss. Okay. I love to pee on myself. Okay, and some of the comments are really dis- disgusting. Well, no, the thing is, I'm a disgusting person, so it's okay. just like... People been knew that about me. I don't give a fuck. Y'all can keep posting my OnlyFans videos. I mean, I don't do OnlyFans no more. But what do you I, say to them that say she's a terrible representation for black women? I Stop tell, posting her. She's disgusting. I feel like when they say disgusting, they're not fucking lying. I feel like the people, if you, whatever you heard about me is the truth. Uh-huh. I don't give a fuck. You know how you break all barriers? You break them by telling them everything. Yeah. So now that I told you everything, there's no exposing. Like, it is, it is what it is, bitch. I, so let me ask you this, because... I did OnlyFans during the pandemic. We were all fucked up. Some of y'all was sucking dick for free and still had no food in your fridge. And I'm not judging because I done been there. We ought to have somebody that ain't had no money like that, but we was fucking with them because we fucked with them. But at the end of the day, I had to do what I had to do just to take care of my motherfucking kids and put a roof over my head and my kids' head. So how I hustle ain't got shit to do with these hoes because these hoes be out here really fucked up in real life nasty trifling fucking multiple niggas and if that's your hustle that's your hustle but bitch i'm talking about the hoes that be hating on me but me personally if you said i'm disgusting you was right so niggas still want to fuck they still love me yeah okay all right i just want to know like cause, like what do you that i don't know think about me like what if I, I have my fan base already i already made it i already won but at the end of the day like i'm an adult entertainer Okay. It just so happens that I'm a TV star and I'm a rapper, so people like to put a lot of expectations on me. I'm I'm a hood girl. They want to put these expectations on me to try to come for me. And it's like there's a lot of porn stars, there's a lot of OnlyFans, um, OnlyFans girls, there's a lot of 
adult entertainers. There's a lot of bitches that sing about sucking dick just like Lil' Kim, her motherfucking self. Mm-hmm. And talk about getting it, taking it in the ass. And Dina Howard and all of the motherfucking asses done did it. Y'all bitches thought that, y'all bitches think I'm the shit. And I tell you all the time, bitch, I ain't shit. So stop trying to motherfucking make me this bitch where you could come for me. Because I don't give a fuck, baby. I'm going to make my coin. Y'all bitches worry about y'all motherfucking trifling, bald head, dirty ass, snotty nose kids that y'all need to worry about. That's what these bitches need to worry about. They motherfucking kids. Don't worry about mine. Mine's is good. Mine's is straight. Mine's is uh, very well provided for. That I don't know. Think of her. In a nice house. Everything they want. And I love them to death. I would do anything for them. Like, I spend time with my kids. Besides me rapping, I go right home. I would do a show. Then go home take my kids to school. I love them. Speaking of kids. Fuck these bitches. You got three. Fuck y'all kids, too. Oh. Yeah, fuck these hoes. They be so worried about me and my motherfucking kids. Fuck y'all bitches. Y'all bitches need to take care of y'all motherfucking kids and stop fucking these niggas for free. That's what y'all hoes need to do. Because y'all bitches be trying to judge a bitch Why y'all see me on OnlyFans with my fiance. Y'all ain't see me with no whole bunch of niggas. Y'all can't even claim one nigga that I fucked. I've been with the same nigga. That's the type of bitch that I am. Why y'all be trying to say, oh, a bitch is disgusting, baby? I've been with one nigga. And you See me suck and slurp and squirt all on that motherfucking dick. Y'all bitches be fucking multiple niggas a day, a month, and a year. Baby, I fucked one nigga. Suck my motherfucking dick, pussy asshole. I don't fuck with these hoes. Cause they be trying to judge a bitch so motherfucker in a nice house. Ah, uh, whoop. That's one of them ah, uh, whoops. Uh, let's see what the comment says. She likes class, morals, the self-respect. She says she's disgusting. I will say this, another black woman does not and cannot represent me, point blank, period. She's embarrassing, let's be real. <laughs> Sending black women back a thousand years. Yo, get this off. This is, listen, I mean, Suki, I mean, my thing is, Suki, if this is who you're going to be, stand on it, though, because you was, you was just crying about people not respecting your personal boundaries and yeah i mean i mean she said she is what she is y'all i mean she is what she is there really ain't nothing y'all can say like she said that would bother her so jamie fox is joining production for a luther vandross documentary mm-hmm. sure jamie sure you are uh Let's see what else we got here. The actors are still on strike. So they're doing a mediation. A judge orders a re-arrest of Aaron Hernandez's brother on brick-throwing charges at ESPN. Guess he must have did something wrong with his probation. Three TSA officers arrested at Miami International Airport for allegedly stealing from passengers. You dirty. Now, these are some dirty scoundrels. I'm not so much worried about Sookie peeing on her OnlyFans, but I am definitely don't like people that steal out of people's luggage. These are disgusting, disgusting people. You want to know what's disgusting in this society. Thieves are disgusting in this society. Um... That was just like one of the things I wanted to see because I saw the video of her talking. So that was like one of the first things that I wanted to address. Um, 
this is one of the first reasons why I just decided I can never live in Florida. The, the list has since grown because you know when you first visit Florida for the first time, you think like, oh, this is cool, the ocean, yada, yada, yada. But yeah, after a few times, it's like, no thanks. But there was a sinkhole that in 2013 fatally swallowed a man sleeping in his own house. That sinkhole has reopened for a third time. Scary. That's wild. I remember that. And and you know what I hate the Matrix is. I was just thinking about that. I think I even just talked about that the other day. I hate when things I talk about like comes back. It's it's all a game. I know this. Whoever is listening. Um. <laughs> let's see what else is going on. Brittany. Yeah. DeSantis said he would not be interested in being Trump's vice president. You know, they always say that at first and then they change their mind. I would be, sh- I wouldn't be shocked that they didn't. Right now, of course, they're trying to be separate to weed out who's who, but in a pinch, I would not be shocked that them two, um, team up NATO allies offer Ukraine security assurances as Biden hits out at the Craven Putin thing Um, they offer him assurances but they're not going to let him join the UN until the war is over pretty much Supposedly, the night sky is going to change forever as a nearby Beta Gliese star, an iconic constellation, to explode. Interesting. So, if you see the sky changing, and since this matrix works the way it do does, you guys will probably because I said it. That's why you should only speak positive things, guys, because constantly I I see things and I think about things and they pop up. So that's why it's, it's important, no matter what you think or believe, to think positive and speak positive, because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, um... yeah. Let's see what else. The news is quiet today. Um, I don't want to jinx it, but there has been no mass shootings. That was me knocking on wood. So that's a good thing. Demar Demar Hamlin breaks down in tears, honoring Bill staffers at the ESPYs. Um, A lot of people probably still think he's a clone. Lindsay Lohan's baby bump is growing. Nurse, are you ready for her son? Hopefully pregnancy does her better than her friend Britney Spears. The Deadpool 3 is, is, is in progress.
Iya. The news is quiet, so we're gonna go with that because I don't remember what I put in story time. I just kind of downloaded some stuff. I downloaded a lot of interest and stuff, I know that, but like I said, I listen when you guys listen, so I never remember what I actually downloaded. I just be like, mm, this seems interesting just when I hear the first thing. Let's get on Reddit here. What is something you do as a part of your morning routine that improves your life the most? I definitely try to start my day off with prayer and just some kind of like affirming that my life is going to be great and I'm going to be covered and my family is going to be safe. Try to do that before I do most things. Um, some This guy said, my wife and I joke because we're 39 and 38 years old, but spiritually an old married couple. We get up early, like 4.35, have coffee together. It's about 5.15. Then we walk this outdoor path in our house three to four miles every morning. It's an amazing way to start the day. And I feel like I'm actually noticing a benefit in my main workouts during the day. Dang, that is some commitment. You guys must have no kids. Like, this is wild. Um, I work out. See, I would say workout, but I don't work out in the morning. I work out when I wake up. Drink water. I drink water all the time, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, good coffee. Wake up an hour and a half before I have to leave the house for work. Yeah, I get I get up early to do some routines because I don't like rushing. So, and I know I said Russian, rushing. I don't like to say it the proper way. Um, I don't know. Some of them is like lame. What do you say after sex? Um, I get the towel. That's what I say. And I go pee because, you know, UTIs and all. Somebody said, I used to tell my wife, thanks for the booty cutie. But now she says it to me first. That is so lame. But that's somebody said, I'll get you a towel. See? Towels clutch. I swear I normally last longer. That's terrible. G's, then fist bump them. Make sure to like and subscribe. That's funny. I might use that one. I think I might use that one. Hopefully my husband's not listening. He probably is, so now he'll know. But that's funny. Don't beat me to it, babe, if you're listening. Don't steal my thunder. This is interesting. How do I end things with a guy because his thing is too big? I've enjoyed getting to know you these past months, weeks, whatever, but I don't think we're compatible in the long run and I don't want to waste our time. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, that's really an ego boost for real. 
I would just tell him, like, dude, you're going to give me ovarian cancer, I feel like. But I'm sure there's some girl out there that can suit you. Um, you're a great guy, but I just don't think we're compatible. Yeah, everybody just telling them it's not working out. But I'm sorry. Uh, just tell them, like, yo, dude, you're going to kill me one day, I feel like. I'll understand. He'll, I, felt, I promise you he'll have the biggest ego. Uh, let's get into these story times, my friends. The shorter of the two, he would get behind me and put me in a chokehold. So every time I would scream, I would get choked out. Like I would, it would be choked out to the point that I start seeing the black spots in front of my eyes. So I would, so I would, you know, calm down, and I pretty much kind of cooperated because if I didn't, I would have. You know, either been killed or I would have been passed out and I wouldn't have the opportunity to get away when the opportunity presented itself. So I just kind of um, became passive. Well, after the first one got done, I got pushed further down the stairs. So I kind of fell down a couple of stairs and ended up at the bottom. And I remember thinking, like, when he was gone, I just was numb. I didn't move, I didn't touch him, I didn't do anything. And I remember him, like, being mad at that, that I didn't respond. He um, he bit me and I lost, like, fell it in my left side of my face. Because I think he bit through a nerve and he bit me on my shoulder, which left a nice scar. And he bit me on my, my butt. And it was like I was some piece of meat that they annulled on. And that's how I felt. And it made me feel disgusting. But if I resisted them, then it, then it would become violent. But other than that, it was kind of sick because it was like they were making an attempt to be actually intimate with me, like gently, which really is sick to me. You know, you're forcing me to do something, but you're trying to put a band-aid on it by being gentle when you're doing it. I just remember just looking up at the sky and the weird thing I remembered, it was a spider web and usually I don't like spiders, but thought to myself, you know, I'm going to die here tonight. Just let me look at one more thing, even if it is a spider. It's better than having to look at nothing. Maybe not. I clearly hate spiders. So I just stood there and I looked up and I just looked at the spider web. I just thought that I'm not going to live. Somebody's going to come in the morning and find my body here. My mother's going to have to bury me. So that's when I saw my, my opportunity to leave. 
And I remember just standing up and saying, told me, just get your keys and run. And I looked around and I saw something. I saw like, it was like the moon shining on my keys. And I grabbed them and I ran. And I don't even know how fast I was running. And I jumped over anything that was in my way. But I just knew I ran. I didn't look back. Man, that was wild. But she survived that. Yeesh. So men don't like me. They like to look at me. But once I start talking, it's a different story. So what do I do? I continue talking. This is about a tweet that I didn't think would get the response that it did, but it did. So I'm going to talk about it. The tweet was really simple. If a man believes that you'll never leave him, that means it's time for you to leave him. And I mean that immediately. Don't wait. Start planning your escape. And I'm going to be honest. While I am in a safe space now, your girl was toxic before. I didn't know that these this was toxic. I just thought this was how it goes because I, everything that I learned about dating was from men. I was taught about dating and got to watch it firsthand. So I didn't fall for a lot of the bullshit that was sold to women. I fell for some of it. But not all of it. So whether or not some of my, I guess, dating rules are still toxic is debatable. But you can debate that with your mama. But my number one dating rule was so crazy. This this is my number one dating rule. Never let them get too comfortable. Now, I want you to be comfortable enough with me if we're in a healthy relationship so that you, you can tell me anything. That level of, level of comfort is wonderful. Never get too comfortable that you feel like I'm not leaving. Never believe that I don't have options. Never believe that we have kids, so I'm staying. We're married, so I'm staying. I've invested so much time and money. We live together, so I'm staying. None of it. And it's going to piss some people off, but y'all not dating me. It's real strict over here. And this is for my girls who are very, I don't want to say nonchalant, but very laid back in their relationships. I love with the really loose grip. You are your own person. I'm not flipping out on nothing because it's all in your character. How you act is in your character. So if it's in your character, on your spirit to be a cheater, you're going to be a cheater. What is me crying and freaking out about it going to do? Nothing. Now that part is usually fine until they realize that this doesn't have to be my reality. I don't have to stay here. I don't have to be here while you do whatever it is that you want to do. Never be so scared to lose somebody that you let them treat you any kind of way. And no, you can't control what somebody else does, but you can control if they have access to you or not. So, cut them off. So, that's... I think the younger me felt like that. The older me, the married me, different. Now, I will agree with her on not getting too comfortable, but what I say that is that you should stay yourself. Like, not because you have an escape plan, but... You need to stay as healthy and as, like, you try to stay as much to yourself to what got your spouse. Stay that way. Don't let yourself go. That's what I, how I think on a comfortability thing. And, you know, like, but as far as, like, you know, the younger me would have agreed a thousand percent with what she says. Um, but the older me is like, mm, you know, you have to work in marriage. You are going to have disagreements. Uh, you are going to, you know sometimes you know go through things but having escape and options in marriage that marriage is gonna fail and if you make your partner think you got options all you're doing is setting up for a bunch of insecurity so eh 
That's some young talk right there. Oh, you need the story. I need to tell this story. Okay, so I'm going to tell it while I get ready. But when I tell you I met this man on the last night out of my study abroad trip. Yeah, the last night. What are the odds? It was a Monday, a Monday night. We were like, let's go out. Okay, let's go out. It's our last night together. So next thing I know, I'm, I'm hitting the town. I'm out at a bar. I'm dancing. And I see this, this vision, this man, this angel sent from above. You guessed right. It was him. And, you know, obviously I wanted to talk to him. But I'm a shy little girl. I'm a shy little girl, so I didn't say anything. But my friend Emmy walked right up to his friend, and they're just hitting it off. They're chatting. They're dancing. They're hanging out. And I'm like, Ugh. Woe is me, essentially. I'm like, okay, great, cool. So I'm like, it's time for me to go. I'm leaving now. The beautiful man that she was talking to just happened to be his best friend. And he goes, no, 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 you can't leave. And I'm like, huh? I can't leave? What do you mean? He's like, my friend over there thinks you're cute. When I tell you, I didn't know what to do with myself. I was like, me? Th that one? Are you sure? So what did I do? What would you do? I walked right up to him. So quite frankly, him and I have no idea exactly what I said. We both know that I approached him with confidence though. And later he's like, honestly, I, I wondered why you had so much confidence. And I was like, well, didn't you tell Alex that you thought I was cute? No, ma'am. He didn't. Alex made it up. Thank you, Alex, because you helped me bag the bag but it was a humbling moment for me you know but one thing leads to another and not that way okay we're chatting we're hanging out and this is what sold me not his looks not his physique not his biceps that are bigger than my head he brought up jesus christ lord above he brought him up right away and i was like you're coming with me and what did we do? We talk the night away. About, I don't know, everything you need to know about a human being. Like, family, passions, XYZ. I find out that this man is Romanian. You're right, I could not point it out on a map, but now I can. I can because I talk to this man every day. On WhatsApp! Long story short, I think I met the love of my life. He, sorry, sorry I had to focus there. <laughs> this makes me sound crazy. All of this makes me sound crazy. We literally told our families about each other. What to do, what to do. He's across the world. I actually have a whole nother story about how I'm gonna be seeing him in August. Yep, you heard it here. You're a girl going to see him. If I really want something, I'm going to get it. And when I tell you I want this man, I'm going to get him. Sorry, intermission. Chloe, Grace, and I. I don't know what happened, but she met the love of her life in some place. And hold on one second, because... I actually was trying to connect to Wi-Fi, but let's go. Are meeting him and his two friends in Barcelona, Spain. To 
tickets are booked. It's happening. It's happening. I'm so excited. So there's my little update. I literally have such a big crush on this guy. You want to see him again? Do you want to see him again? I'll show you one more. I've never accepted black and navy before until this day. <laughs> Yay! Anyway, that was a lot. Okay, ciao. Yeah, he says ciao. So she fell in love in Italy. I hope it works out because she posted him all over her social media. So I hope that works. Situation. Well, Your Honor, there was a mutual friend between Antoinette and I. And he came to me because he saw Stacy and I together, and he was—he felt like he should have brought it to my attention that there may that he may have had a child. And I got her Facebook name, and I friend requested her. So you reached out to her, and I have the messages right here. I have Let all me the see Facebook those, messages. And so was she receptive to well, you reaching you? out? To the, her first message was, "Do I know you?" And from that point, I let her know. Uh, you and I may know the same person, Stacy Williams. It was brought to my attention that you two may have a baby together, and I don't condone an absent parent. Then if that's the case, we can get it figured out. If you need help, I don't mind helping you. This is everything I said to her. But she made a statement that she had a DNA test done, and her baby was light-skinned like the daddy. And she so also, she told you that she had a DNA test done yes, already. And I'm looking through your evidence. I see a message here. Says I got a DNA test because my child is light skinned like her dad. If you see her pick, but Stacy was running, saying he wasn't her dad, and he didn't want to take responsibility of possibly having another child. I don't know how long you've been with him, but I know he was talking to me while talking to other women. But I don't know. So in the, if this message from Miss Mellerson is confirming that she did tell you she got a DNA test. But had you really had a DNA test? We was in the process of doing that, but Ty, but Mr. Mary, but Mr. Mary had went away for eight months, and I wasn't able to do that. But my thing is, this that right there that they're talking about. That's not important to me. What's important to me is trying to find out who the father of my child is so my child can be taken care of. I absolutely agree. Very correct. What it goes to, and this is what I want you to understand, I don't know Ms. Baldwin, but as she stands here in court and presented this, I just didn't see her presented with ill will. I think she presented it because they just believed that you'd had a DNA test and had established who the father of the child was, right. which further fueled his feeling that, well, I'm not the father. Right. That's what she presented this evidence right. for. We'll never know. So part two, y'all know how I ended up getting shit for jumping on my girlfriend in prison. So like I was saying, y'all, the girl that um, my girlfriend was talking to already didn't like me from another situation, but I had really nothing to do with me. She just ain't like me anyway. Um, so my Bunky, which is my prison daughter, went and told another staff member what was going on and the staff member has to report what's going on even though she didn't know the full truth or she didn't know what was going on she had to report it um so that's what she did so when sis called me um on that weekend y'all um they was like jones come to the message center so i'm like what's going on so sis y'all is the police inside of prison 
that's what SIS is. Um, they investigate things or whatever the case may be. So I went up there and they was like, well, let me see your hands. So they was looking at my hands and they was looking at my face and they was looking at my chest and stuff like that. And they were like, um, you ain't have no altercation with nobody. And I was like, huh? And they was like, let me see your nails. So in, in, in prison, you we can't have, our nails have to be sh- like cut like this. They can't be long. So they was like, well, she don't got no nails. So they was like, well, we just going to investigate it. So you got to go to the shoe. So I, call, I said, well, can I tell my um, friend to lock my locker? She was like, yeah. They they let me go back out, tell my prison sister that um, I was going to the shoe and she locked my locker. So they was like, it shouldn't be nothing. We going, we went through your background. We can see that you are a stellar inmate. You have like the great, you have a great job. Um, such and such and such and such. So I ended up going to the shoe for like two days, y'all. So when the man came and seen me, he was like, Jones, you finna go back. Don't worry about it. It seemed like somebody just mad at you or hating on you or they mad because of your job. This is how, this is what it was. So when I go back to the compound, y'all, my bunkie was there and she was scared. She went in, was reporting on the email that I, she was scared for her life. And she teamed up with the girl that my girlfriend was cheating on with. And they both went and put separate teas on me. And when you get a separate tea, you cannot be in or on the compound, you know. So I didn't know all of this until the day I was getting shipped. So my girlfriend came to my room and she realized during count time that I was getting shipped. I was they was like, Jones, you gotta pack all your stuff, you being shipped. They they moving you. I'm like, moving me. So um everybody, everybody on my unit, everybody on the compound, y'all, when they found out that I was being packed out, they went ballistic. When I say everybody went to ballistic, everybody was coming to me. They was crying. And my girlfriend was like, this ain't how it's supposed to happen. I don't know what was going on. And then she spilled a bean. She was like, oh, man, Stewie did this. She went telling them people all this stuff. I ain't had nothing to do with it. And I'm like, what? My blankie? The one I feed every night? The one that I call my prison daughter? But she went around telling a whole bunch of other type of lies. And the people wasn't even believing it. But it was just like, why would you be lying? You my blankie. So... With all that being said, they end up packing me out, y'all. When they pack me out, I end up going in there, and I end up having to go to the county for a long time. And this is, like, during, like, the holiday season, so it takes long for people to get shipped. Y'all, we got to go to part three. No, we don't. I can't believe y'all in prison having prison daughters and sisters, like. (sighs) She locked me in there pretty much mentally, just that she was my only parent. She was the only person I really had besides my brother. So when I lost my brother, I didn't have anybody to teach me how to live, you know. It's finally your chance to tell your story. Is there anything that you want people to know about what happened to you? Wanted to live my life, and just something inside of my brain kept going back to her. Like she was my life support in a sense, you know. I needed her. Or at least she made me feel that way. So Rudy Farias, that's him speaking for the first time. He was the dude that mom had said he was kidnapped, but the whole time she was just keeping him with her, like hidden from the world. Um, he's going to need a lot of therapy. Um, I'm, I'm sure he'll succeed in life, but he's going to need a lot of therapy because his mom definitely warped his brain. So let me tell y'all about the time I dated a guy who hated me. This was like back in 2019 and I was dating a guy who was a bit younger than me. Roughly five years younger to be exact. Well, after we had been dating for a while, I let him move in with me. No, bad decision on my part. But I had let him stay with me and prior to all of that, he had introduced me to all of his friends. 
Well, when his friends first met me, they thought that I was very beautiful. They thought I was very smart and strong and wise and all kinds of great things. But I noticed that anytime I would try to accept a compliment, he'll be like, oh, I already said it for you. Or if I was in their presence and they gave me a compliment, he never looked happy. Like he wasn't proud of the fact that they were complimenting me. I don't know. I guess he thought they were trying to get with me or something. I don't know. But anytime something exciting happened or if I accomplished something or I would tell him about something I was passionate about, he just seemed like he didn't care. And he would say, oh, that's good, but it was never genuine. But one thing I noticed was throughout our relationship, he always tried to do things to humble me. I noticed that he would say things like, okay, simmer down, simmer down. I would love to dress nice anywhere I went. So if we were going somewhere, even to the gas station, he would be like, just wear what you have on. I would have on like a pair of pajamas and a shirt with no bra. And when I tell you, he would hate it when I would be like, hey, let me put on something more presentable. He'll be like, no, just go the way you are. And he would even insist on me getting out of the car. Anybody who knows me personally, you know that I don't like going anywhere looking like just anything. I don't have to always be a Barbie, but I want to at least look presentable. But it seemed like he was always trying to make me look bad. So when we eventually broke up, I started to look back on those moments and be like, you know what? I'm grateful that this is over. So if you're a guy or a girl or whatever, and you have a partner that's always trying to humble you, they don't like you. Heck, they may even be secretly jealous. Who knows? But if they are like that, run. Investigators are calling it one of the largest frauds in American history. Money intended to go to those hurt financially by the pandemic. Instead, stolen by fake companies and cons. We wanted to find them and ask them a simple question. What does your company do? Turns out that wasn't so simple. I'm trying to reach Money Ain't a Problem Entertainment. Oh, Alexa. okay. Is that you? No, it isn't. He's at work. He received a PPP loan, and we can't find any record of the business existing, so I'm just trying to understand what it is. Oh, see, I don't know. resident Ashley Parker allegedly submitted more than two dozen fraudulent applications for COVID relief, adding up to $2 million. Prosecutors charged she spent part of those illegal proceeds on plastic surgery, including breast augmentation and liposuction. Hi, it's Justin with Channel 2. I'm trying to reach Ashley. Hello? Get off my porch, man. If I put something on both of y'all. The person who answered the doorbell called me Several names we can't say on television. Is Ashley here? No, your mama here. No, I don't think so. I'm looking for Ashley Parker. Yo. <laughs> that hurt. That was so funny, man. <laughs> what do you say? Money ain't a problem. Entertainment. And the government says, sure, here's $2 million. Like, come on. This stuff is hilarious, man. Like, this is true. This is real life. But the government... <laughs> I just can't. I wish I could watch these all day. That was good. That was some good entertainment. Um, I'm gonna... <laughs> that was hilarious. Your mom is here. Listen, I'm done. I gotta laugh at this some more. Is it in yet? It's signing off. Y'all have an amazing day.